Oh, hey there. It's still September, but you already knew that, didn't you? Of course you did. Because you've got your sexy eyes open for September. I hope in addition to those open eyes, you've got some open ears that are ready to listen to some September. You're full of hot or maybe cold pie. You've had a delicious Black Forest ham sandwich. And now it's late at night and you're just ready to listen. Maybe have fourth meal. Mm, fourth meal, the sexiest of the fourth meals. Go for it. Dig in and listen while you dig. Digson. That could be a thing. Music. I'm 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 gonna be bummed when September's over. We have to do a different. Uh, these oh, openings man. are some of my favorites. Welcome to the New World Pictures Podcast, where we're going to talk about every single movie released by New World Pictures. I'm Ryan. With me, as always, is Mark. I just want to state for the record, I have never asked to lick someone's tonsils. <laughs> and Erica? Hey, coming at you live from underneath the water fountain. Looking up. <laughs> Skirts. <laughs> and dog crotches, apparently. Wink. <laughs> That's right. It's all fair game in September, where we're talking about all the sexy movies released by New World Pictures, because there's nothing more comfortable than talking about sexy movies with your wife and your brother. So we brought in a guest. <laughs> you will remember her from our episode on Reform School Girls. She is returning again. She's, of course, the host of the Manic Movie Monday podcast. Welcome back, Erin Dawn, everybody. Woo! Thank you guys so much. I, You know, I almost didn't make it because my gumball phone would not stop ringing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I, ca- I picked it up. I said, you know, this is business. This is for this is a business phone. Yeah, yeah. it is. That Nothing is a business says phone. professional business person like a gumball phone. Gumball phone. <laughs> I'm so glad you brought that up. We're talking about a real classic here. A classic mm-hmm. from the New World video line. We're talking this episode about 1985's Breaking All the Rules. It's the last day of vacation. I'm a young woman in full control of her physical being. Oh, now don't be silly. My hormones are boiling over. She's got 24 hours to change her look and her life. Meet Debbie before. Meet Debbie after. What did your mother say? She mumbled something about God and then she fainted. If you want to make all your red hot dreams come true. What do men want more than anything else? Sex. Sex. Mm. Stop playing by the rules and start breaking all the rules. This is a movie about romance. He was an animal pulling at me, swallowing like a fiend. Really? Debbie likes it hot. All I care about are the pleasures of the flesh. Good, because I wouldn't want my first time ruined by an amateur. Jack likes it cool. Devil, you. Angie likes it sweet. You're kind of cute for a little guy. And David doesn't know what it is. Can I lick your tonsils? Take the plunge. Fall head over heels over the edge. Oh, 
I love you. I love you too, Jack, but this is not the time or the place. No, your underwear. You love my underwear? Breaking all the rules. The screwballing comedy of the year. Breaking all the rules. Coming soon to a theater near you. That's right. Breaking all the rules from 1985. Sponsored by JMB Blended Scotch Whiskey. The perfect <laughs> elixir for getting you through the day as you manage an amusement park. <laughs> There's a fun park in every bottle. <laughs> there really is. <laughs> Are you worried about the books? Let JMB help you put them together and also trust anyone that comes in and asks you for money. That's the power of JNB blended scotch whiskey. <laughs> Can't find your priceless diamond? JNB blended scotch whiskey. Let them take your worries away. <laughs> uh, this movie was directed by James Orr. It's actually his first movie he's directed. He mm. was one of the first Canadians ever to be accepted into the American Film Institute and was. Around this time, he had actually started out, he'd moved to L.A., gone to AFI, and he had asked Ted Kotcheff to be his, like, he's like, let me work with you and I'll be your assistant or whatever in an unpaid position. Uh, Kotcheff, of course, also a Canadian director, a dr the director of First Blood and Uncommon Valor. And he helps mentor him and also his writing partner, James Cruikshank. And with the help of Kotcheff, uh, they nearly directed a romantic comedy called Bandit oh. that he had co-written with Crookshank, but it never comes together. God, why not? Bandit sounds sweet. It yeah. sounds it sounds like a sweet little film, but it never and quite funny. got the money. <laughs> and sweet funny. And funny. <laughs> it's funny. written by Edith Ray and David Preston as a team. They also wrote Space Hunter Adventures in the Forbidden Zone, and they would go on to write The Vindicator. But Preston also wrote Scanners 3, The Takeover, and many episodes of the TV series Heartland. Uh, I got to give him credit for Scanners 3, which is pretty great. Uh, however, did they write the script? Because Orr has said that he and Crookshank actually wrote the movie. In fact, initially, New World hired them to punch up the script for $5,000, but they thought the script was, quote, dreadful. So they ended up <laughs> rewriting the entire thing. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And what they got was... Imagine what it used to be, I guess. Wow. <laughs> wow. Or uh, told the Calgary Herald in February of 1988 that, quote, we only had seven days, so we literally wrote around the clock. And since it was already cast, we had to write it with the same number of characters. Uh, so does this seem like the work of a script that they put together in seven days? How did they do it? <laughs> Here's the real kicker. New World apparently liked this script so much. It was enough for them to hire Orr to direct the film as well. Wow. After this, Orr and Crookshank write 1986's Tough Guys. 19, then 1987's Three Men and a Baby. Wow. Which is shocking. Yeah. Yeah. They, I mean, they took over for, I think, the original French screenwriter who had written a, a draft, right. but they then Trois rewrote men that. Three Men and a Baby. <laughs> Correct. It was Three originally a, a French film. That was originally a Trois yeah. Men it's... and Enfant. <laughs> Trois. <laughs> Toi, monsieur, les enfants. Something. Probably. It's or toi, men, and an enfant. Right? <laughs> Why does they, they have an English word in there as well? Yeah, 
<laughs> I can't remember the word for men. <laughs> French word. It's like homes or something like that. Toisome, right? Yeah. Toisome? Toisome. Yeah. Toisome. Yeah. Isn't that the shampoo? No, anyway. Tresemme. Tresemme. <laughs> Ooh la la. Listen, I'm ready to go to France. I clearly <laughs> oh, <laughs> know the language. We're I know the language. There. I know the products. They also wrote 1992's Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit. The and more films. Oh. For sure. The, the better of the Sister Act, let's be honest. You and think so? I'll I'd, save it. <laughs> yes. Save it for when we talk okay. about Sister Act 2, I guess. We'll get there years from now. I'm Bonus sure episode somehow. Bound we'll, to find a, we'll find a way to squeeze that in. We'll, we'll do When we do the Sister Act 2, the Sister Act rankings, we'll find a way to squeeze That's that in. That's a Patreon pick if ever I heard. <laughs> Oh, this Patreon episode's 15 minutes long. Um, or also uh, directed uh, and co-wrote They Still Call Me Bruce, which is another... Oh, the better world. of the Bruce movies. The, the Bruce another movie, movie released sure. on video by New World Video. And if you're ready for some other great news... Oh, boy. ...about James Orr, because you are you look stuff up and you go, hey, what has this guy done in his career? Well... He directed a few films. Uh, he also directed, if you remember, Man of the House. Remember that Chevy Chase movie? I do. Yeah. I actually saw that in the theater. I, I don't know if I was babysitting or mm. I just had a really immature boyfriend at the time, but like I actually did see that <laughs> okay. movie yeah. in the theater with an audience. Yeah, it, it's, it had Chevy Chase, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, and <gasps> crucially- GTT yes. was it? JTT. Crucially, oh, however, also Farrah Fawcett. Yeah, of oh, course. That tracks. Right. At which point he and Farrah Fawcett start a relationship with... JTT and Farrah Fawcett? James or the director. We're not... <laughs> I'm sorry, you have entered JTT land. <laughs> and you are now wistfully thinking of all of your JTT memories. However, I'm still talking about a James or the director okay. and the terrible news I found out about him. Oh, no. Uh, their relationship, his and Farrah Fawcett's, ended when he was arrested, charged, and later convicted of beating her during a 1998 oh. fight in which uh, he, I believe, scratched one of her corneas. God. Mm. Or? Yeah. And he had to spend, I think he got a three-year probation for this domestic battery. So mm. that's wow. the sad news I found out about mm. him. Wow. And we have to talk about yet another movie of his. Do so, we? Or we just don't. <laughs> or we just skip it. I think it's time well, for things skip. we love, things we hated. Yeah, yeah. I hate your life choices, James Orr. You, made, you took me from a happy place with JTT to a scratch cornea. It's oh. a lot. It's a lot, Orr. Did, Erica, did I ever tell you about the time that I ran into, what was the older brother in Home Improvement? Tyler, Ty Bryan? Tyler Bryan, Zachary Ty. Anyway, I ran into him in a bar in Tijuana once. What? <laughs> wow. <laughs> what? He was, yeah, yeah. I'm one degree away? Zachary Ty Bryan, you're correct. Yeah. Wow, and, uh, this is I this mean, story is ZTB. We are definitely going into a happier zone, <laughs> right? Well, I mean, he was. I there's not much of a story to tell other than he was a very popular person at that bar in, in Tijuana. In mm. Tijuana, yeah, because this mm. was like prime home improvement time, you know. Oh and, yeah, yeah, he was he was crushing it. So yeah, my ex wife was went up and started talking to him just 
was like, oh, that's a kid from Home Improvement. I'm going to go talk to him. I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, kid from Home As Improvement. You As you do. Well, here's where you can watch Breaking All the Rules. Not a lot of places. <laughs> it's not available a lot of places. Um, we watched the VHS, and you can maybe catch it on our YouTube channel for as long as it is allowed to stay there. I was going to ask. I watched it with you, Ryan. You watched it with me, yes. And it was probably all, was this all of our first time watch? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, for sure, for sure. And it's funny because this is, again, one of those movies I remember seeing in the in video mm-hmm. stores. Yeah. It has a very- the box cover. Yeah, the is cover very, yeah. is- Iconic. Absolutely. Yes, it is. Yeah, I remembered uh, seeing it. That's why I was like, ooh, this one. I never saw this. And the correct. box cover, if you haven't seen it, makes it look a lot sexier than it actually is. 100%. It's oh, like dear real God. exciting, yeah. real- It kind of makes it seem like this like female empowerment, like yeah. she's going to, you know- find yourself mm-hmm. on the last day of summer and all yeah. of the oh, yeah and God. and it does right guys no nope. and it pays off on it no nope. it is the last day of summer i will give you that <laughs> it is that that is a hundred percent mark has always been a defendant of the last day of summer he has <laughs> yeah. always been a champion <laughs> always, for it and he yep, will mm-hmm, always mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's, he's fair it. he's never gonna he not bring sides that with up summer. sides with the last day of summer <laughs> Always, always take. We only get ninety two of these bad boys. (laughs) The ninety second one has to count. Uh, Let's find out what this movie is about. Mark, what is breaking all the rules about? You know, when you the 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 partners that you choose to start a business with, it's it's really important to choose wisely. Mm. Um, Mm. You want to hire Mm. people that complement your skill set. Uh, sure. Who maybe bring something different to the conversation. Uh, so when you guys go in on a big project, could be something like, uh, you know, rebuilding a website or filming a TV commercial or stealing a diamond. Everyone knows the role that they're going to play. Everybody's contributing right. 100%. Right. Mm-hmm. And right. this movie shows that if you don't choose those business partners correctly. You'll end up uh, covered in Valvoline oil and sliding all over a stage in front of a roaring crowd. Aaron, what is Breaking All the Rules about? If a person is going to do calisthenics in their bedroom, in their underwear, it's really important to have a spotter around that's not your mother. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I'm glad that was your takeaway. It, I, uh, this this movie left me confused. I was like, should I lean in harder as a parent? Less, more? <laughs> I don't know what's what's right, what's wrong. I don't know. Well, Do here's I need the a convertible? Thing, the, should I wear more white? Uh, I don't the, know. the thing about this movie is that you have two instances where that's confusing because we also you also don't want her when you're doing your weights. So when you're oh doing God. your weights, right. don't yeah. talk to your stepmom yeah. about yeah. your weights. You're really oh, yeah. inappropriate for boys. Or stepmom. your dad's girlfriend. I'm not 100% yeah. where, what Whatever the relationship was. Yeah. But right. also, if you like innuendo, this is a movie for you. <laughs> <laughs> subtle. So subtle. It's very that subtle. That you can just barely hear it feel it it's just it's just like a like a a light light breeze Mm -hmm. of of Mm -hmm. innuendo really but and but it's there and there and there's a lot of it Mm -hmm. and it happens off often Mm -hmm. and in particular in in that scene uh which when you find out that it's not quite his mom but his dad's girlfriend it doesn't make it better that you thought for a second it was his mom i don't know once the dad comes in i don't know that whole scene was disturbing all right erica what is this movie about? I think 
this movie is about it really shows you that a lot happens at carnivals a lot carnivals mm. are layered experiences mm -hmm. and you just never know from one minute to the next what's going on hmm. complicated carnivals 100 percent true i would i would imagine that your thesis also applies to amusement parks was it an amusement park? <laughs> it was. Fun Park was an amusement park, not a pop-up carnival. I mean, what is that exists uh, what is the, all the time year what round? What is what is the definition? I don't know. They had, what a is... they, had they had the boomerang roller coaster. That's not a pop-up no. roller coaster. I yeah. thought, I agree with Erica. No, I thought it was like one of those weird like church carnivals that just pop. You know those ones that mm -hmm. pop up every now and again, where they have a bunch of rides, and they have a mm -hmm. bunch of games, and they have a bunch of food, and then they just. You know, and then they disappear, and then they yeah. come back in you know seven months or whenever the. But they had a sky ride. I know that's you, true. Like that's that's okay. that's a permanent fixture. Yeah. So does Bush Gardens. I get it. Okay, so it's an amusement park. Yeah. Well, it doesn't matter. Well, Whatever it is, you know. Good night, what... everybody. We solved it. That's great. <laughs> Damn it! Thanks for joining. That's it. I'm gonna take my Nyquil now. <laughs> Time for bed. <laughs> For me, it felt like, you know, whatever it is, a carnival amusement park, sometimes those parks aren't fun. Oh. Mm. Are you talking about fun park? <laughs> Are you talking about yeah. fun park? park isn't fun? Yeah. Oh, no. This movie's not fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Ryan doesn't think it's fun? Uh-oh. Uh, oh, no. I, I, but, I watched no, this a no. few times and I was like, Ooh. get more fun on repeat viewings, please. And it just, <laughs> just, it just nope. didn't. That's fun. It just didn't get fun. The yeah. consent fairy would not allow it. <laughs> yeah. Not this one. Mm -mm. No, no, Sorry. no. The thing is, though, it has so many of the pieces yes. that to me it, it, should make it fun. Oh my gosh. Yes. I, well, I, loved, I loved as a teenager going to amusement parks. I like the last day of summer, that feeling of like, we've got to make it the biggest, Mark best day. Mark loves summer, you guys. <laughs> Don't Mark forget, in case you forgot, Mark loves summer. Just, just quick update. I love reminder. Like, the, when the summer solstice ends, and I just Here we feel go. like a little part of me <laughs> dies. Um, oh, every Mark. year, but then I'm reborn. Oh. You know, you're right reborn. Yeah, like oh, Phoenix, right, right around Memorial ashes. Day is when it comes back. You emerge from your chrysalis. Yes, I, I, oh. I do. Thank it's like you. Wicker Man. Thank you, Ryan. I'm so so happy that you said that. Um, but it has so many of the things because it's a I, real chrysalis. It really, yes, <laughs> you really yes. do have a hibernation period. Right, yeah. right. It's it's hard on the kids when I'm not around for about six months because I'm in the chrysalis. But they get but it when I reveal. Dad will be back and he will come out of the chrysalis. He's gonna the be same beautiful. age he was before, but but just six months older. Right. He's gonna have beautiful right. wings. But he'll be renewed with the power and energy of summer. Right. And then I'm gonna say, let's go to the amusement park. Because naturally. Again, this movie takes place in one of my favorite places. It should be a lot more fun. Mm. It's like getting a chicken noodle soup and you're like, yeah, that thing's a standard. It can't go wrong with it. And then it's just like somehow they, I don't know, they just put like grapefruit juice in it or something. And you're like, wait, why? I don't get what happened to this soup that should be great. It's got all the ingredients that I like. I mean, it does though, because it's got this like it, it's got this this coming of age romance mm -hmm. yeah. type story. It 
it it ends on let the music play by Shannon. It has great fashion. Yeah. It has a really yes. cool it has really cool scenery. It has a friendship between two women. All of the things, right? Where they and decide in just... the bathroom not to let a guy get in their way and they both go, "Yeah, that's the right call." But it doesn't and you're like, pass the, "Yes." It doesn't pass the Tommy Bechtold test because it doesn't <laughs> 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 it doesn't have a scene with women. That's true. That's true. Wait, or does it? Because the mom and the daughter, where she's like, do you like my hair? You know. But she's still talking about being horny and wanting to get oh, with dudes. Sorry, so, Tommy. Yeah, sorry. It doesn't pass the Tommy Bechtold test. Because you're right. In front of her mother. Yeah. Right? In front, yeah. Right? I mean, they're, can they're, you imagine? Mm, all right, really quick. They're, they're, they're too can casual, their us, relationship. Too can casual. any of us here imagine saying that to our moms? Mm-mm. Not even now. Absolutely not. I also thought of all the excuses to get a wild haircut, saying, but my hormones are racing is got to be at the bottom of that list, right? Oh, my God. I mean, I I can think of a hundred things my daughter could say to me before she got to that. In fact, I hope she would go through a hundred things because I really don't want that to ever be said to you me. Deserve, you deserve a I good deserve, I, Right. I've come out of the chrysalis. Don't hit me with the horny. Okay? <laughs> the only time I can imagine saying to my mother, my hormones are racing, would be if somehow my hormone replacement therapy was like really working. Right. And I was like, mm-hmm. guess yeah. what, mom? My hormones are racing. And we're and talking about it in great. a different way. Yeah. And I feel great. Right. Yeah. <laughs> or I, I'll tell you, like I was, I was watching Don't Look Now with my mother, and that scene came on, and I, we all know, you know, and I literally said, if you're going to walk the dog, now is the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because I was not mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. to watch. Donald Sutherland dick down Julie Christie with my mother in the room. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Sextember. 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 We're comfortable. We're comfortable. <laughs> Let's get comfortable, guys. I love it. Uh, dick down. The Hashtag other thing about this down. movie that's, again, <laughs> I think it starts from the very beginning because, like I said, you a lot s- of movies start at the beginning. They, but in, and in particular, this one. Okay. This one really starts at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> it's beginning. It's own beginning. Oh, That's go great. on. It's really on. interesting, guys. Anyway, <clears throat> please stay tuned every week for more of this in- insightful film analysis. <laughs> <laughs> but don't you feel like we got robbed? We spent 15 minutes with her and her mom, and we didn't get to see the, the reveal of her haircut by her mom. Right. Yeah. Right. We never see her reaction. We never yeah. got her I reaction. Know. Yeah. I we know. invested a lot of time getting to know her mom. Mm-hmm. We sure did. All we hear that is that throwaway off. line of like, oh, she said, oh, God, and fainted. I'm like, we should have just that's seen it. that. Right. Why didn't we see we should, that? Why didn't we, we see, see that? that? Anyway, Ryan, that, that was part of the beginning of the movie that you were getting to, right? Uh, no, what I'm saying is that, <laughs> nope, not at all. Nope, no part of it. Um, <laughs> I was never going to bring that up. <laughs> I'm not here to talk about movies. <laughs> <laughs> I just like to talk about a beginning. No, the, we, we're talking about how this is a movie we all recognize from the video store. So you see this iconic view of Debbie played by Carolyn Dunn and you you are expecting this movie about her. But we don't. We start with Jack. Yeah. 
who's yeah. played by Carl Marote, who is cleaning up the amusement park slash yep. carnival. I don't, you know, and uh, he is from My Bloody Valentine and also The Park is Mine prior to this. And uh, I just have to interrupt. You don't have to, you don't have to spare my feelings, guys. It's okay that I was wrong and I fully <laughs> missed that Fun Park was an amusement park. I mean, you I, weren't the only one. Look, you, I'm an asshole. I thought it was Let's a pop up it. carnival. No, nope. just say it. I thought I'm it was sure. a carnival. Thank you, Aaron. God, oh, you're the best. You're the best. Uh, and but it wasn't. Anyway, <laughs> as which we went told over, you in the very beginning of the movie, which we told you, a lot which was in the, we told you in the beginning of this podcast. Remember, we're talking. So we're talking about beginnings, guys. Back to beginnings. <laughs> so the amusement park. He's cleaning it up, and he steps in to look at the giant diamond on display, which made me wonder. Why is any of this happening? But also, I've been to a lot of like weird amusement parks. I, I obviously I live in Florida and they're all over the place. Sure, but we have one or two in California. But I, I've never seen like a diamond giveaway. Like that's never been a thing. Yeah, but also Ever. he he goes he goes in <laughs> and he sees like he it's not uh, a trigger. It's not like an alarm bells for him to go in and realize there is no security. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he's almost like makes a joke of it. He like takes his hat and he's just like, guess he's on a break. Right. He's like, I mean, guess he's at lunch or something. Yeah. yeah. He just doesn't, he doesn't even yeah. look for him. He just goes in and starts fantasizing about a weird brothel with like mm-hmm. a velvet bed. And uh-huh. yeah. and we have right. a long and- sequence of him having a fantasy sequence. Yeah. yeah. And yes. we don't get back yeah. to more of his fantasizing. We only get it Thank here. No, that's it. That's the only Which, part. I'm he, glad. he fantasizes one and done. And <laughs> that's it. And that bedroom scene looks very much like in Porky's 3 when Meet Tuparillo is forced to marry Porky's daughter and they have to get married on like that like crazy not cruise ship but you know what I mean like Dixie oh, yeah. <laughs> situation yeah, yeah Dixie and, Lambo right yeah. Dixie Lambo the and there's like all this there is there's all this like red velvet and you know just weird shit like that is what it reminded me of and which is funny because Porky's 3 a movie that understands consent way more than this one does <laughs> yeah, for sure for sure and both canadian both canadian you're right and 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 this one is also like that this is the scene where we're supposed to get into jack because he's our typical 80s hero and he just you know he doesn't live by he lives by his rules and he's just having a good time like he's unlike any person i have ever met in my entire fucking 100 percent. yeah i he's neither funny nor particularly attractive nor skilled nor imaginative, nor <laughs> He has one single fantasy. Right, and that's it. That was the only one he's got. But he's just a kind of an asshole all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In yep. his one fantasy, he's unsatisfied by the woman he's with and sort of dismisses her away to the help. I'm like, that's your fantasy? She gets Yikes. carried away by like, like, like bouncers, basically. And, right. then, and then the next one, you know, gets to have sex with him who looks bored you know right right as long as he's pleased with them i'm like this is yeesh yeah this is our guy and you're right Uh. he's he's just this is supposed to be the chicken of our chicken soup you know Mm. this is our stock here guys and it doesn't wait chicken or stock both mark 
I mean, if you're doing it right, you're taking a chicken and you're boiling it and you're making a stock and also getting all the chicken for the soup. I mean, come on, guys. Oh, I gotta gotta take you through making a chicken soup. We got a whole movie to talk about here. (laughs) Is David the noodles? Oh, yeah. Mark, Debbie is the noodles. Oh, Mark. God, I know. Okay, I never get this right. Let's start David's. David's the spoon. He's perfunctory. He just yeah. helps you carry the soup to your mouth. Like a like a pal would. But you don't need him. You could just slurp the soup if you Also, to. yeah, you could just use the bowl and you could just dismiss yeah. the, the, the spoon if you don't need He's it. It's problematic if he slides into the soup and then you got to save him. He is the spoon. He is the spoon. Guys, <laughs> why? Did, come on. Totally wow. the spoon. Oh, what this, a great analogy. Yep. This and You all laughed at that analogy when I first brought it up. Like it didn't make any sense. And it just. You know, no, we know. laughed because it was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> now we're laughing because now it seems now, smart. Now I've sold it. Because it's smart. <laughs> You're right. I, I brought it up and I had no idea I was going to carry it this far. It doesn't matter because we do need to talk about Carolyn Dunn. This is her only role for New World that I can tell. And she goes on to a long career in TV, which ends in the mid-aughts. Now, Erica, that means the early <laughs> to. That's the mid 2000s. I know that to you, that means any time in the previous century, but that <laughs> that is uh, in, in the mid 2000s. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as of 2008, anyway, she runs an alternative energy medicine clinic in her native Nova Scotia. Oh, we got a lot of those around here, too. Yes. Alternative energy medicine clinic. What does that even mean? She's going to clear your chakras. <gasps> but in a different way than you normally would, which... Is a way I'm not sure what the first way is. Breaking all the rules of energy. <laughs> she sure is. She sure is. Love it. We talked about her mom. It's interesting that she, yeah, she's our main character and she's not our main character. Yeah. Uh, we also have mm-hmm. David. He's having a lot of health problems. He is a downer. Did you notice that every single time? He's such a spoon. The what? He's such a spoon. The, <laughs> the time, the thing that did kind of make me laugh on rewatch is how, because <laughs> sometimes I make this joke. Where like anything happens, like the girls on the bus, they get off, the, they're on the bus, the, the girls are on the bus too, and they're like, let's just get off the bus, and they'll follow us, and that's when we'll make our move. And they get off the bus, and then the bus leaves, and David's like, well, I guess we'll never see them again. And yeah. that's a bit that I do all the time where something happens, and I always say it's like the last time anything will ever happen. <laughs> well, see, great day at work, everybody. See ya. I guess we'll never see each other again. This is it. So are you saying you're the spoon? No, no. I'm just saying he kept he kept being this downbeat about literally everything. Yeah. Anytime anything happened, he's like, "Well, I guess we'll never see them again in our lives." So I was like, "Jesus, David, yeah. you are such a, a downer." Yeah, you he was know? a real bummer. He was a real bummer. I, I just like to point out that <clears throat> we covered um, Debbie get, gets her haircut. Then all four of them. Okay, Debbie and Angie. And David and Jack, they're all going to go to the amusement park. They all get on the bus. They all go there. They're all hanging out. They get separated on the bus. They're now at the amusement park. Now they run into each other. And now they're starting to talk. And they're like, who do you like? Who do you like? And they get mismatched, which quickly you know, corrects itself. Um, oh. So now we're like, there's. we can talk about that. what caused that that, that mismatch or, or how... How they how they went about it in a very odd and and uncomfortable way, but I do want to point out that we're like forty five minutes into the movie and not a single rule has been broken. <laughs> yes, yep. Not a lot and for of a rules movie are called Breaking at all. all the rules. All Except, the rules. There, wait, 
before 45 minutes in, is that when they're in the bumper cars and he does get out and get into another car and you're not supposed to get out while the he bumper gets cars out, he are gets moving. out of a he gets out, out of a roller coaster. The roller coaster. Yeah, the roller coaster, but she gets out of the over, roller coaster that's, first. That's at an hour. She gets out of the roller coaster, which I was like, does, does is that something that can happen? Can you do that? We're um, in the eighties, did they not do those things? Did they not lock? You couldn't because not. it had a shoulder. It had a shoulder. Uh, yeah, they just so lift it, them up and get no, out. You can't. You can't do that. Yeah, because now they lock. Yeah, well, now lock I'm up. wondering: is it a pop up carnival? Because maybe it's that crappy. Because pop up carnival's not off the table. It's back. Me, it's back. Me we're gonna figure this out by the end of the episode, guys. We're gonna figure it's <laughs> us. <laughs> You're right. There's no rules broken at all, Mark. I don't think they break a single rule. Um, I almost wonder if the thieves break any rules. Outside of theft. Oh. <laughs> well, that is, right? But that is do, do a rule. That's not the rules. That is a rule. This yeah, The movie's not called Breaking rule. a Rule. Yeah. But it's breaking it's, all the rules. It's all It also the rules doesn't spend any time explaining what the rules are. <laughs> right. That would have been really helpful. Nope. Mm-hmm. I would have put that in the beginning outside of uh, her having a yeah. relationship, a too casual relationship with her mom that we never bother with ever again. Um, by the way, David's played by Thor. Thor? Bi- mm-hmm. Thor. <laughs> Bishoprick. What? That little guy. That, that tiny little, guy. little guy's name is Thor. Thor. Thor Bishoprick. He also appears in New World's Blackout, and he goes on from here to have a long career in voiceover that's still going to this day. He Thor Bishoprick. Mm-hmm. I need to change my name. No offense, to Ryan. Thor Bishoprick? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, I mean, that's the name. That's the name. Thora. To, yeah, Thora. To yeah. round yeah, it out, um, Rachel Howard plays Angie. Uh, this is almost, this is basically her first movie, I think. Uh, oh. I, I don't think she had done anything before this. She also ends up later on in Hellraiser Hellseeker. Oh. Oh. I don't know. Is yeah. that like Hellraiser? Is that Hellraiser in space? I never know which one that's no, called. That, no, that no, that that's damn the, it. That's yeah. No, that's that's, the this is one. the sixth. This is the sixth one. The sixth Hellseeker is, is the again? sixth one. That is the one where which? Christy Cotton comes back and Dean Winters, oh. the the guy who's in all the uh, the guy who's all in the all the insurance oh, commercials. Right. And, yes. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know if she's giving her. He's also after this. Also, she goes in. She does a couple great movies. Extra two and also mm. night night moves. The best of the extra series. And yeah, and right. Extra two. Time Tara runner. Buckman. Yeah, <laughs> Some good stuff. In this though, I don't know if she's given her appropriate age on uh, on Wikipedia, but she was apparently born in 1968. This movie okay. shot in 1984. So, hmm. my, my we have math, another Linda is, Carroll situation on is our my, hands. Is my math correct on that? Is is she? Hold on, carry the two. Yeah, I mean, uh, well, crunch the numbers, Mark. I think uh, I think they may, may may have needed some parent consent forms. For ones, <laughs> yeah, something. because she's the very the very first pair of boobs that she's you see. Topless. Yeah, yeah, is hers. She's topless in the bathroom, and yeah. then of course later, and not just a you glimpse. All... Like she's topless. no, oh no, she's, she's, she's posing in the mirror. Yeah, yeah. she's right. admiring herself in the mirror for right. a long time yeah. until her dad a long time tells her to get out of there. And then she gets felt up on a roller coaster later on. Oh mm-hmm. sweet ah, <laughs> yeah. 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 and a yeah. funny moment, right, guys? No, uh, no. <laughs> No, 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 
No, no it's it's not. Anyway, no. I will say that she, uh, that is to say Rachel Hayward as Angie, she's still working. She's still working as an actor to this day. So she's, awesome. her career in full stride. So, so that's good. That's all good news. Any amount of good news is welcome at this point. Right, for sure. <laughs> wow. I don't know about so... you guys, but when this movie kicked into gear for me is about an hour in. And that's when we actually started to pay attention to those thieves that have been sprinkled into the movie thus far. Mm-hmm. The jewel thief. And I said to Erica, I was like, I really needed those thieves to show up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really Which needed that to be happen. the case. You're at an no. amusement park. There should be no. plenty to keep you entertained there without the it thieves. It should be fun. It should uh, be fun. But it's not. I should be having a great time. It's called fun park. It's like the the non-fun park. Yeah. Because so far, as Marcus said, no rules have been broken, except for maybe, maybe this is one, them hanging out underneath that iron grate and looking up women's skirts. Well, bre- okay, I- breaking all the laws would make sense. <laughs> that's, but- <laughs> I mean, that's a rule of etiquette. Not- the rules of decency. <laughs> right. Correct. Well, breaking yes. all the rules of decency. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's funny, though, that, like, I don't know what came first, if this movie came first or if John Stagliano decided to make the Buttman series and chase women around just doing upskirt shots, like, was, you know, chicken or the egg, right? Yeah, I mean, at least least it was an inspiration. Or this. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. He saw this movie and was like, I'm going to Rio. I'm going to chase women around. <laughs> Upskirt shots. It's going to be a whole thing. It was a, a staple of 80s movies, though. I mean, you already mentioned Porky's. There is there's a staple of the 80s movies to, like, spy on women. So this Leary. wasn't, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, the first time this has ever come about. But I do like that this is a moment that later in the movie we're supposed to see as a sign of personal growth. <laughs> as our two main guys are like, hey, they're over by that grate. Should we... I guess it's easy to access because they're like, should we run over there? Because <laughs> it's like, how quickly do you yeah, think you can get underneath quickly. where that is? Apparently very quickly. And they go, nah, let's not do that. We've grown up today. <laughs> We're right. better than that now, even though we did it twice. Yeah. And we got we the men. second time we got peed on by a dog and we had to <laughs> we had to completely wash all of our clothes in the, in the bathroom, which, by the way, how messed up was that bathroom? Oh yeah. Well, I don't know how many people spray paint a spiral onto a wall. That that seems like a gross misuse <laughs> of spray paint. That, that was is a another crazy restroom. I mean the or the washroom, as the Canadians would say. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Where is she? She's in the washroom. That's another vote though for this being a pop up carnival. Yeah. An amusement park was not gonna let those bathrooms go to pot like that. Come on, guys. Oh yeah. buddy. That's Mm-mm. true. They got people taking care of those bathrooms. Mm-hmm. Do you think, you know, you, you mentioned Porky's. In fact, Ryan and Aaron, you both mentioned Porky's. And they even brought up, screw, it's a screwball comedy which in the trailer, which made me think of screwballs. screwballs. Right. All of those uh, are breaking the rules of, of decency, those movies. Agreed. Do you think part of what made this movie not work is that in, in between um, inappropriate innuendo and handsy grabbing, the comedy was basically a kid's movie. Like the amount of like silly special effects and like, like, oh boy, kind of jokes were like, shouldn't this be a kid's movie? Oh, nope, there's a booby. So it's not a kid's movie, but all the yeah. comedy is like no. a kid's movie. So yeah. it was very, it made it even more off-putting. 
tonally, yeah. mm-hmm. tonally, it was didn't really know it didn't find its footing, and you can't you you can't have a great romantic line like I fell in love with you twice in one day mm-hmm. come from the person who molested your best friend. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Or wore a penis mask. Mm-hmm. Oh. Or, oh. you know, he just didn't like you can't you 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 can't have it both ways, guys. Mm-hmm. Like if you're going to have an asshole character, he needs to be the asshole character. He does not need to be the quote hero mm-hmm. at the end of the at the end of the movie. Like you just can't it doesn't work. He didn't fall in love with her twice in one day. He just saw her butt twice in one day. I know. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, he didn't fall in love with her. You're just like, hey, nice ass. Hey, <laughs> nice ass. <laughs> right? No, but these people fall in love quickly. Very quickly. They fall in love. Fall- is that I- an end of summer thing, Mark? Falling in love. <laughs> well, it kind of is. Quickly. Also, is that like- David goes day. from pretty meek to like, just bristling with confidence in this movie. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. it's it is a drastic turn, which happens at the end of summer typically. But oh, okay. it just Confidence felt boost. odd how quickly he went from like I don't even know what to say to these to to these girls to also turning into an asshole. It was pretty well, surprising. It is. I think it if is. you drink that much cabbage juice, eventually <laughs> it's gonna catch up with yeah. you. And what were those pills? What were in those Take pills? A glass of pills. <laughs> Oh, Last man. Anything. You know, one last thing I think we need to get to um, that I really need to bring up is did did this amusement park slash pop up carnival have a strip club attached? OK, what? Oh, OK, I that. Uh, yes, exactly. I'm like, where did we what, get the burlesque dancers? What, what, what was that for? What were those for? Because so we brought up Porky's. So let's go there. Porky's to the next day. There is a carnival in town. They go to find Graveyard Gloria. She happens to be performing at a carnival. <laughs> so so is this a thing? Is this like a pop-up carnivals also have burlesque shows? I, I don't yeah, know. I don't, yeah. It's a great question. Where they just stealing so, so much from the Porky's movies, they just didn't know what they were just, it doesn't maybe. matter. We need to have this, we need to have that. So they're like, we're Canadian, we can pull this off. It's a sex comedy. But the problem, I think that the real the pro- problem is that the characters aren't likable. I mean, yeah. I like Debbie. Yes. Until, you know, she's like, oh, he's a rapist? Cool. You yeah. know. Um, but I liked Debbie and I liked Debbie and Angie together. Um, I hated the guys oh. in general. Mm-hmm. And uh, but well, like one is Porky's, a complete prick and one is a total blank total slate, just, you know, nothing snooze fest. He's a, soup spoon. He's a, real He's soup, a soup spoon. spoon. You got a soup spoon and you but got some Porky's, bad chickens. There are some very likable characters mm-hmm. in that mm-hmm. series, you know, yeah. even if it went on a little too long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's still, right. it's still, it's still. They were they were likable characters who, in the end, always did the right thing. Maybe not by women, but they did the right thing when it came to you know anti-Semitism and you know bringing mm-hmm. down a strip club owner. You know those types of things. But in this movie, it's like, yeah, these guys don't have a chance of being likable characters. No, <laughs> like yeah, just yeah. they don't. They yeah. don't. Yeah. But Even when they like save the day. Right. You know, right? there's a whole, there's the whole, th- there's the whole heist, I guess, jewel heist that they uncover. They stumble upon by getting the stuffed animal that has the jewel in it. 
And even when they save the day, quote unquote, by just returning the jewel to the park owner, it's still like doesn't feel it doesn't feel yeah. great. No, it still yeah. feels like and, and, it doesn't feel like a triumph. Yeah, yeah. And and also during that 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 chase, which is like the last fifteen minutes of the movie of when they're trying Sweet to Lord. you know get the diamond, and then they get the diamond. They're trying to then what was that plan? What was your plan to, there to help Jack? So that he doesn't get arrested because his fingerprints were on the case because he touched the diamond earlier in the day. Like David's being such a dick about that. He's being all like, you can't catch me. Look what I got. You know, and like I felt bad for the criminals. I kind of felt like these guys need a break. Can we just give them a break? They need a win. This is going to hurt them emotionally. They're going to have to really rethink their decisions in life. Give them something. Mm hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's bad enough that that one criminal looks like Fisher Stevens and Ron Palillo and, yes. and David Hess all just got thrown into like a yes. giant blender. <laughs> yeah. I mean, That's give him such something. A good call. Mm-hmm. And he did That's not give, as you said, his his fellow, his, his fellow, his teammates, let's say. He did not give them much instruction. Yeah. He was tough on them. Very tough on them. They had such a long mm. hazing period into the criminal world. That said, I feel like he was also ha- he was tough on himself. You know, oh. he was upset with himself. He couldn't find the diamond. I mean, he's the one who put it in the bear, and he couldn't find busy it. And chasing the diamond to chase his dreams. <laughs> it wasn't a bear. Okay, was it a mouse. It was a, it mouse, was a mouse. You're right. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Mouse. Mouse. That's just weird. Yeah. That's a mm-hmm. weird fucking stuffed animal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Here's a stuffed mouse with a heart. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll see a mouse later. Wait, what? Why? What does that even mean? Is that any window? God, this movie's filled with it. <laughs> Speaking of something else that's filled, it's also filled with a dance break. Oh yes. Boy. The longest dance break. A long dance break because if there's something I've Pop learned about a, a, a theme that's hitting us through September is that you got to have a dance break in your movie. Yeah. And this one has a pretty long one that oh. ends up getting which I guess is the end part of their plan to catch the thieves. It's such a long plan. At least it's going somewhere. So I don't want to complain about it. I was like, it's at least we have action and things are happening. And, but boy, it felt like they could have caught the thieves earlier. Mm-hmm. Well, but at like, any well, point, someone could have just been like, Hey, we've got the diamond. Can someone please get the police? Yeah. I, you didn't have these to run guys. them through a very poorly constructed home alone fun house situation <laughs> you could have just grabbed the diamond and been like hey i got this diamond call the police <laughs> and this and it would have saved us a good 25 minutes it would have it yeah. would have they i guess they needed the runtime i don't mm-hmm. know i did love that uh i did love that dance break and at the very tail end you got sky red sex so <laughs> so i guess that. the calisthenics do pay off at the end yes that's right really it just it comes full circle yeah you know, it really does like, man i really and and now that we thought about the skyline sex it's like i'm really glad that she did do the calisthenics because mm-hmm. she's gonna fuck up her back real bad real yeah. bad. oh for sure yeah. bad. for sure now they're so young yeah. in particular one and of the cast members may be too young <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's time <laughs> for 
things we love <laughs> and definitely time for things we hated. That's yeah. right. We're going to talk about things that we maybe love <laughs> and some things we definitely hated about breaking all the rules. Mark, what's something you loved? Okay. You know what's something I loved? I loved there were no lines at the fun park. You could walk on any ride. Yeah, Easy. that yeah. is cool. Not a single line. None of those wrapping lines sitting in the hot sun mm-hmm. going off. Oh, we've got 25 more minutes before we get on this roller coaster. Nope. Mm-hmm. Hop on. Plenty of cars yeah. on the roller coaster. Sky rides wide open. Whatever yeah. you want, jump on in. You're good to go. I love mm-hmm. that. Particularly when they're getting chased and they go on that little like. That train? Boat. I know that something. little like, yeah, or, yeah. You know, no tunnel line. of love type, type ride or whatever. Yeah. And they just jump right on. And David goes back for the shoe. I love that. Um, yeah. I, w- I wondered if that was meant, like, if that was an accident. Oh, for sure. I, I get, yeah, I bet. <laughs> he had to run back and grab it and go back. And he still got on the ride, so good yeah. for him. Aaron, what is something you loved? Um, I really love the Canadian accents in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it really distract from the lack of consent. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and, you know, and if someone has a problem with that, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I also really, I also honestly, I really love the fashion in this film. Like I love her, yes. you know, torn, torn t-shirt and her belted, mm-hmm. you know, skirt. And, um, I Googled, I love you panties and turns out there's a whole new level of porn i never discovered um, <laughs> yep. oh, i was no. just trying to buy a pair of panties that said i love you on them and you know oh dope turns out it's a whole website oh, no. so oh, like, yeah, oh, oh, damn it you know. you're gonna that's gonna mess up your algorithm uh, yeah indeed <laughs> not safe for work <laughs> erica what's something that you loved i loved how terrible the music was it was just yes. silly yeah. And especially it just felt it just felt so wrong all the time. Like like it like somebody whoever was putting it together and was just like, this scene needs music. Ah, spin the wheel, eyes closed, boom, take this song. Like nothing felt <laughs> right. Right. And in particular when they I guess sneak off into a a woodsy area of pop-up carnival slash sure. amusement park. And they're oh. attempting to have sex and the music's like it's like this very military like little military music yeah music and i'm like what is this music choice it's ridiculous it goes on the entire scene i couldn't i didn't even hear the music in that scene because of the screams inside my head that she was gonna chip a tooth trying to get that zipper down yeah oh yeah i forgot about the zipper scene yeah oh zipper gets stuck so she uses her teeth I was like, no, 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 not the teeth, not the teeth, not the teeth. That gave me, it unlocked a memory that I had absolutely forgotten about. That Uh in middle school, I had a friend who always opened soda cans with her teeth. Okay, good. She always had a soda in her lunch, and she'd always like, with her teeth. Not this was gonna. This story was gonna go a totally different direction. So I'm happy (laughs) where it's now. always freaked me out because I was like, God, I thought like, is this the time when she does it that a tooth's just gonna snap? Yeah, because it was already like you were having it. You were having a Coke every lunch. So like right, here, right, right, 
right. you know, dental hygienics. Yeah, but or not you, you didn't have to witness it, but it happened at some point. I'm sure of it. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> but you lucked out. You didn't have to actually oh, see thank it. Thank God. No, we're freaked out. All right. Um, something I love. There's a couple things that I, again, this movie has certain things in it that are that are good, right? Mm-hmm. But <laughs> Right? Right, right, guys? Right? Right? right. We mentioned this before, mm-hmm. but I think mm-hmm. Carolyn Dunn is doing everything she can with a part that I do believe is all over the place. Mm-hmm. She gets yeah. her hair cut. She's dressed like a punk rocker. Yeah. But her best friend is dressed like she's ready for a sock hop to break out at any moment. <laughs> yeah. She's sure. wild, but as Aaron was talking about she's into a dude who molested her her best friend and her friend told her about it so she knows about it but she's still like I'm into him cuz I'm <laughs> wild it it just I guess you could kind of say it's a girl who's just trying to find herself so she's just trying to break all her rules internally I I'm I'm really oh. trying to make it work I don't I I don't think the film's saying it but anyway I think she's doing her best in a movie that, as I agree with Mark, is a movie that's so funny that it's so horny. It has nudity, but it also feels pretty tame. Yeah, weird. It's weird that it's which makes it feel dirtier. Yes. Yes. Right. Mm. Right. Or Uh, does it just feel that dirty because it's the end of summer? Right. And the end of summer can get dirty. Yeah. Is that is that how pretty traditional for the end of summer, Mark? I mean, it is. But I think we're I think we're conflating two things. Here. Okay. I think that there's the okay. end of summer dirty, and then there's the breaking all the rules dirty. Got uh, it. So. Not the same okay. kind of dirty. They're not the same dirty. They're set at the same time, but it's not the same kind Different of dirty. Different dirty. All right. But if I had to right. distill all this down, what's the thing I loved about it? I loved how nice Charlie was to Jack. Isn't it nice to have a boss that just believes in oh, you, even yeah. though all signs boss. point to you being an asshole? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I a mean. Good point. There was no point. There was no reason for Charlie to believe in Jack. Jack has nope. already betrayed us in the opening moments. He's racing in and looking at a diamond. He's not really cleaning up the amusement park. He's clearly irresponsible, but we're supposed to be charmed anyway. Yeah. Uh, so I, I kind of love Charlie. He's pl- he's played, by the way, by Walter Massey, who appears in a lot of New World Video Fair, oh. such as Unzula Newt. Uh, which is a uh, new world video acquisition and zombie nightmare as oh, well. Okay. That's what I loved. It's right. really, really hard to find uh, stuff to love about this movie. So let's switch to things we hated. Woo-hoo. Ooh, break out all your notes for this. Thank Mark, God. Mark, what did you hate about this movie? You know what I hated is like, there were no lines to get on the rides. What is, because there's no reality here. Because if you're going to properly represent a carnival or an amusement park, you have to show how miserable most of it is. Most of the mm-hmm. time, you're just in line. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you get on, you have two minutes of fun on a ride, and then you get back in another line. And the fact that they didn't properly show, like, a, especially the last day of summer, it's going to be crowded. It, this mm-hmm. is a hot day to be there. Uh, the I fact mean, they that have they a big ending dance party with the like. DJ. Yeah, you got a dance party and you're giving away a diamond worth $50,000. Incidentally, how that diamond only only is only worth $50,000, it's clarity. It must look like milk in the middle of that diamond <laughs> for it to be that fucking cheap. 
But champagne. <laughs> That's it's a champagne with, diamond. It's filled with jello. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. It's like it's like a ring pop diamond. And yeah, right. Anyway. So yeah, That's I just true. Didn't like the, the biggest the, lines were at the dance party. We're at yes. the dance break. That, yeah. that suddenly there was a crowd. Like where did that where did all those people come from? Were they all just like Which, funnel cakes? Mm-hmm. Right, somewhere? exactly. We never Why got in line for food. We didn't have in line for food. Oh, marks. maybe that's where everybody was. Just yeah. true. The the lines at the food were just crazy. There is no line for a lukewarm glass of Coke in a plastic cup. Yeah, that no, no. you can get very quickly yeah. and easily mm-hmm. from any vendor. But he seems for... so refreshed after he drank that too. He was like, like for a second, was like, is this sponsored by Coke? Because he like very grabbed. Yeah. Like, well, he he has a like, Coke can like later, so but he also has a just yeah. Coke in a cup with no ice in it. Right. I'm like, oh, I mean, I guess. I don't know how refreshing is that, that a is, Canada but... thing. Great question. I don't know. Mm. Don't look at me, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we need we need to hit up some of our Canadian pals, like Dan Gorman, and see what's yeah. going on here. We need the we truth. Need, we need the truth. You guys having soda right from the tap? It's gross. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Also, do you have soda taps? Do you all have soda taps in your house? You were not questioning whether or not everybody had soda taps. Just that theirs are. <laughs> Are warm, lukewarm. <laughs> All right, Aaron. What's something that you hated? Oh God. Okay. Um. Hang on. Let's consult the list. Um. <laughs> I I really hated that Jack is introduced as sort of this like baby faced Tim Matheson mm. type yep. when mm. he comes in, and they introduce him using one of the best. Uh, blues songs of all time, which is Manish Boy, which shows up in a variety of '80s films. So we're kind of like Trojan horsed into liking him at first, you know, cause mm-hmm. you're like, Oh, Oh, well clearly. Yeah. He's going to mm-hmm. be a Joel from risky business, or he's going to be a otter, you know, or whatever um, from animal house. Not, you know, okay. Um, <laughs> not, the, not the sexual practice. Okay. So he's, <laughs> oh, oh, wow. I went to so. the animal, but okay. <laughs> so you gotta, you gotta know your audience. Okay. So, um, he's introduced with this and you're kind of like, Oh, he's, he's going to be cool. Right. He's going to mm-hmm. be, um, he's going to be like a, a, a cool guy who like fights for his girl and you know, he's, excited about her but he's gonna keep it to himself because he's not a fucking douchebag you know and and then he just ends up being you know rapey mcraperson and you uh, i it was like impossible for me to root for him and Mm -hmm. i you know part of why manic movie monday has become you know like my, my baby my podcast baby is because I like the fact that I can find something to like or something endearing about a film, uh, you know, even if it's just like batshit nuts, you know, um, in this movie, it's like, I tried so hard mm-hmm. to oh. like that character. I tried yeah. so hard to like the plot. I tried so hard to like all of these things. Yeah. And it just, it just wasn't letting me, man. It yeah. just wasn't letting me. So, uh-uh, nope. No, sorry. no, no. That, no, this is a, a film that doesn't understand consent in any way, shape, or form. Uh, and, 
it it's just and i couldn't even really root for like david and angie because they didn't seem like they were compatible in any way they either, were doing their know? best to invent some chemistry on mm-hmm. set some chemistry it wasn't, right Very, it wasn't there you know. yeah they were like uh, i don't know there, there was more chemistry between the stepmom and the father because they were <laughs> yeah. just i fucking each other from sure. across the pool right. just you know they were it's it is on like donkey kong as soon as that kid gets out right but yeah, the rest of the characters, I was just like, I mean, and I wish I wanted to see more Debbie come into her own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kick yeah. some well, ass. Because well, she's think, an ass kicking yeah. character. And that's what it but sets she's... up to be. This movie felt like a trick. Yeah. It felt yeah. like right. a trick. Right. Because you're like. But that's why on the second I told you after we watched it, I said, well, I'm going to watch it again because I feel like now that I know it's not this movie about yeah. Debbie. But it's about this dude. Maybe this is it's going to play better because my expectations were certainly dashed a little bit that first time. But I'm going to watch it again. And then mm-hmm. now I know what it is. It's about these shitty dudes. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so, so now I'll watch it again. And maybe now that I know it's about shitty dudes. It'll be like a lot more fun. And and then it wasn't more fun. And I really yeah. I'm with you. I really wanted it to be fun. I wanted mm-hmm. to love this. I was really ready to. I was ready to be like, this is going in my top five. And I'm like, mm-hmm. nope. Yeah, no, no, no way. No, it's not. It really Could isn't. be a bottom fiver, though. Oh, Ooh, Mark is introducing the bottom five this year. It's really, I mean, they kind of do. introduced themselves. Mark's just supporting it because <laughs> it's true. Much like the end of summer, mm-hmm. he also loves. I love, I love bottom fives. That's right. right. He loves bottom of the barrel. <laughs> he bottoms, he bottoms out. That's why he yeah. gets into his chrysalis and That's comes right. back at the That's end of right. spring. Uh, Erica, what is something that you hated? Uh, a lot of the things that were already mentioned, I hated. I also really hated how mean, look, I know the criminal world is complicated. I mean, I don't know, but from the very little that but I do gather. know about the sure. about the criminal underbelly, it's a complicated place. It's a complicated world. People fall into it or are drawn into it for a variety of reasons. But do we have to be so mean? Right. Do we have to right. be so mean to each other in the criminal world, you know? Did he need you have to a be lot that? in common. You, yes. you, got, you you like to do crimes. That his henchman was oh. following him throughout, through all the dumb decisions. He had a backup plan by buying the ticket as a cover. He leapt off that roof to he onto leapt off the, the roof. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, he does everything he can, and he's just treated horribly. Yes, yeah. That for him, I agree. Hope he opens up his own crime syndicate where he's just fair to everyone. I hope, uh, yeah, As they I, like, I wish for good things for him. Yeah, <laughs> wish him the best. The thing I hated was Vince. Yeah, remember Vince? Yes, but only because you pointed Vince out to me, <laughs> right? Now, no one, like as we mentioned, no one truly has chemistry in this movie. Mm-hmm. But David, I will say, David and Angie are at least they're trying, they're trying their best to make this work. Yeah. And then Vince walks up and ruins it, right? And my first thought was, who is this guy? <laughs> but then I rewatched it and I, and I realized he does drive up to her while she's waiting at the bus stop. Yeah. yeah. At the very beginning of the movie and talks to her. And then the filmmakers are like, you'll remember this dude in an hour. <laughs> and the fact was, I not. I, the fact was, I didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't remember this guy at all. And I was like, wait, she suddenly has a guy who's into her? Wait, what happened? Because she's so instantly into David as she's on the bus. Yeah. I was like, 
what is uh, she is a boyfriend and then what also makes me upset about it because vince sucks and he's ruining these two people who are doing their best to invent chemistry is that then she immediately goes back to david yeah so vince shows up and she goes bye and then he walks around a corner and he's kind of like down and then she catches up with him (laughs) so i was like what was even the point of that yeah why did we even need that moment? Why do we need it in the nope. beginning? We need it in the beginning to set up this moment that doesn't need to happen because it doesn't matter because she immediately returns. Mm-hmm. Now, if we were going to have a moment, that moment, which seems like it's a typical moment in a lot of these movies, where suddenly he's like, oh, I guess I don't have the girl. And then he's downtrodden and he spends a moment and we hear a sad song and then uh, she comes back to him or he finds some way to get her back, whatever it is. But we didn't even get that. We have a second. That move, moment happens in one second and she immediately returns. We didn't need any of that. Yeah. What even was the point? Yeah. And I was like, God, this movie could really do with getting rid of lots of things like that. Yeah, mm. that's true. Let's get into our favorite scene. <laughs> <laughs> could we possibly have favorite scenes? I bet we do. Mark, what's your favorite scene? <laughs> Probably we do because we have to. Mark, what's your favorite scene? <laughs> Uh, my favorite scene is when when is it Jack's dad is talking <gasps> about going school supply shopping and he just yes. goes on it. Yes. I was like, we could have spent another five to ten minutes exploring that whole thing. That's a good that call. was to me the funniest part of the movie, the sweetest part of the movie, yeah, the most interesting part of the movie, right there. Yeah, yeah. totally. You're absolutely right. Yep. And they 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 kill the 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 moment a little bit because they concentrate too much on Jack like mouthing it. Yeah, which mouthing is it dumb. and and yeah. knowing yeah. the whole speech cuz he said it so many times, but it's like it is hilarious that that's his end of some of the moment that he loves <laughs> is going and grabbing school supplies. Yes. That can actually have been a very funny moment. Yeah, yeah. That's great. That's a good scene. All right. See? Yeah. See? Look at that. Wait, look at it. Look at us. I'm going to go get my chrysalis now. I've done everything I can. <laughs> You're done. You're done. done. I've done it. Aaron, what was your favorite scene? Well, Mark's, he stole mine. Oh, so I'm I sorry. Can't. Yeah, but that was mine. was 100% because I was like, it's the most innocent, yeah. wonderful moment in this movie. And I, too, get excited about shopping for school supplies. <laughs> so, Aww. I mean, it's just, a, just a new notebook, man. And I get, oh. So exciting. Or new pens. Mm. Oh my God. Especially mm-hmm. when you get like that right pen, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. you're like, oh, that's the that's the pen, right? Yeah. That's the fucking, mm-hmm. you know, Bic whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's so I, I related to that man mm-hmm. on so many levels. Many levels. That's it. That's it. Erica, that's favorite scene. Mine was a dance break because it was well, long. Mm-hmm. It drew a crowd. <laughs> and it seemed it felt like a very learnable dance because it was just a lot of like bending over and showing your butt and then grabbing your own butt. And we explored on our previous episode that grabbing butts is not common enough. It's not popular enough. Mm -hmm. We're trying to bring it Grabbing butts. Also, we, in the, in last week's episode in cover girl models, we talked about how just jumping up and down on your butt is one way to lose weight Mm -hmm. in your butt. Yeah. 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 So they were doing all of those things. Mm-hmm. It yeah. also was a nice break from the film itself. It was. It was. It was nice. It was nice. Yeah. It felt good. Yeah. It felt good. I didn't, I didn't want it to end. <laughs> You're like, this is fun because it's not the movie. Yeah. Yeah. 
well, the other thing that's frustrating about this movie is um, the fact that it has one of the best things of 80s movies, which is musical montages. You got to love that. Yeah. 80s movies really, I feel like we movies had musical montages, but the 80s said, no, 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 no. We got to have at least three to five great montages. Yeah. And this one has a couple, but I'm going to say my favorite is the musical montage of Fun Park. There's a whole lot of room. Yeah, get in. Yeah, you do not have time left. It's the last day of summer. Yeah, so this is like them with their dates. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. there's a scene where Debbie and Jack eat a hot dog, like a oh, lady the in the dog. tramp moment. Yes. Kissing scene. Oh, shoot, I forgot about oh my that. God, is that Damn it. dumb? And I love that. I was like, that's great. Um, they really, should have been really eating dumb. poutine, if we're being honest. <laughs> but. <laughs> This is Canadian. Uh, a Canadian like film. Slid it off the stick and they could have eaten the corn dog. Or one had the stick. I don't know. <clears throat> it's a versatile food. It is. I feel like <laughs> he would have forced her to eat it because there's not a lot of consent in this movie. But the music <laughs> is all this <laughs> true. The music is all written by Paul Zaza, who did the music <gasps> for the first two Porky's movies. And he did the music for prom night. He did yes. the music for curtain. And My Bloody Valentine. Wow. Also, on. Ghost Keeper, which New World released on video. So he wrote the two movies, those two songs, the musical montage songs, including the song that gives the movie its title, which is Breaking All the Rules. Why didn't they call it The Fun Park? Why is it just Fun Park? Yeah. Hmm. Is that Canadian thing? God. We need, why don't we have a Canadian on speed dial? We can just kind of quickly <laughs> I know. say, and they, you know what? They love it when Americans just ask them dumb questions about <laughs> their, <laughs> the cultural differences between our two countries. That's one of their favorite things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ah, it really dropped the ball. Oh boy. Well, we'll do that next time. We'll make sure to take care of that. All right. It's time for final questions. These are our final questions for breaking all the rules. Does anyone have a copy of sudden coronary death I can borrow? <laughs> I just lent my copy out. So dang I'm it! Sorry about that, Ryan. Dang it! Oof. Dang it! I uh, I try to go to all the uh, magic prank stores, and normally all the employees are usually reading it, so I could find where I could get a good copy. Do you have that penis mask, and you've been holding out on us this whole no, time? No, but that's a great question. What happens to that dick mask? It shows up for right? one scene. What did they do with it afterwards? It literally is there to set up a joke. The, you know, as long as I have a face, you have a place to sit joke. Uh, and that's it. Like yep. it is not used for any other reason. It's mm-hmm. just one, one setup and then gone. And for the cut when she talks about like when she, talks, Oh, right. She says only a dick face would. Yeah. Yeah. Would like me. And then you cut to like, him in the mask. Would, 
And yeah. I love that he knows that they have at this place uh, a mask with a dick for a nose, but he's never opened up a can of nuts and had snakes jump out at him. Right. He's yeah. unfamiliar right. with that. That's not something yeah. he's ever seen before. Mm-hmm. He, Ryan, he's yeah. way more into dick and balls than he is into nuts. Uh-huh. So, oh. just, interesting phrasing, That's, Mark. Interesting phrasing. You, you took it there, Ryan. I meant, I meant actual legume peanuts. Come on, Ryan. I, I believe in the purity of nuts. Um, the two boys that catch Debbie and Jack hooking up behind some trees. Do they oh. immediately tell their parents about this, or do they never talk it? about it ever again only communicating with each other about it by saying hey do you still remember and then offer a knowing glance (laughs) 100 percent the latter they never their parents never knew about that right remember when those two teenagers were making out and that janky ass garfield came by (laughs) right right yes because it was wild i i really think it has to be that mark because this movie proves that when parents bring their kids to an amusement park slash pop-up carnival they do not pay any attention to their children Mm -hmm. nope well if they want to have fun it's (laughs) (laughs) i mean you know you ain't wrong. It's not yeah. just about the kids, guys. Your parents were there to party and maybe win a diamond. Who knows? <laughs> That's right. That, that diamond really did bring in a crowd. Wait, hold on. They were just giving that diamond away? Well, you yeah. had to buy a ticket, but yeah. You had to buy a ticket. In a raffle? Yeah. yeah. In a raffle. Oh, yeah. my God. Really? Yes. Are you that. are you now disputing it? Do you think that there was, no. like, you got to borrow the diamond for a year and then give it back? <laughs> right, then you had to give it back. <laughs> to carry it around for a It's bit. like a Miss America it's like, title. It's like, you only get it for a year. And like then a Stanley you Cup, you just to get the... to hold it for a year and then give it back at the end of the year. Like... <laughs> Drink a beer out of it and then hand it over. <laughs> hand it to the next dude. Does it also hurt for ladies when they get kicked in the crotch? <laughs> no, it feels really good. <laughs> Ryan, what? is this really a final question? It's just a move that's usually reserved in movies for guys. But and d- it well, happens to a woman in this one. Right. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Fine, you I'll don't tell see you the that truth. It doesn't hurt if you just open up and just swallow the kick. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, as we already figured out in our last episode, you have a pastrami sandwich right there, so they're just going to kick That's the right. sandwich. Be like, I lunch, you asshole! <laughs> it's ruined! Oh, son of a bitch! <laughs> Can you name another movie where they marketed the movie about a character that isn't the main character? Best Defense. <laughs> That's a great one. That's a great one. Aaron, can you think of one? It's okay Mannequin? if you can. Hmm. I, I seem to say mannequin just because it's not really about the mannequin it's about jonathan yeah. that's a good point yeah yeah that's hmm. a good point very true yeah and his pursuit of fucking a mannequin yeah i mean we've all been there <laughs> yeah and the summer brings out wild wild streaking was that movie also was mannequin set at the last day of summer because i mean anything goes when it's when that's the case it should have been all right let's get into some research Here's uh, our research here for breaking all research, the rules. Research, Ryan's research, breaking all the rules. <laughs> Look at the rules, you baby. It's not a pain in the 
Ryan's Research. <laughs> oh, shit. This is going to become the new Ryan's yes. Research theme. It, it oh, should. Boy. He's oh, reading boy. all the rules, Ryan's Research. He's reading all the rules. Something good needs to come of this film. Yes. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I think we just found it. I think we just found it. This probably won't come as a surprise, but this was originally titled Fun Park. Oh, they should have kept it. Can you imagine? That's weird. They should have kept it Fun Park. Uh, It began shooting around May or June 1984, and they filmed it at La Ronde Amusement Park in Montreal, Canada. That's the main location that they have for the film. not a pop-up carnival. You just said at an amusement park. It has an amusement park, yes. I'm afraid afraid the final tally (laughs) goes to amusement park. Uh, the budget is about two point two million dollars for this one. What? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Hey, that's an expensive car. Nineteen eighty four money too. Yeah, <laughs> oh, you had to pay for that yeah. diamond. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. It's on loan. <laughs> Originally, Mark, you talked about screwballs. Originally, this movie was supposed to be directed by Rafael Zelinsky, who is the director of Screwballs, and he was supposed to direct this. In fact. Uh, when it says, uh, I read this article that said when the story took on a much more comedic tone than he than Zelensky had originally planned, he agreed to a amicable separation, which included a six figure compensation wow. and profit participation. Oh well. Oh, a pay for play. Yeah, I the, need to I, get fired from a movie soon. He only got half of that. Yeah. The- the yeah. pay or play contract where they pay, where you get paid God. even if you don't do the movie. Unfortunately, the profit participation part probably didn't really work out too great for him on this one. But he was supposed to direct. And I think that the reason he gets let go is because uh, Orr, uh, James Orr and James Cruikshank write the new script that we talked about earlier in about <laughs> seven days. And then they have they New World likes it and they go, let's go with this script because they've totally rewritten it. And he's like, this is not the movie I wanted to make. And they're like, well, let's get rid of you and bring in James Orr, because I also read then that James Orr had about three days to prepare when he got hired to direct it, because that's how late in the game they decided to switch out hmm. directors. Hmm. Okay. This does. And this does. Uh, this is. This movie is often said that it's not it didn't play in theaters, but it did. It played in very limited release. It opens in late April 1985 in Vermont and Texas, and it moves to Montana, Utah, Idaho, Wyoming, Colorado. I saw some doubles where it played with Girls Just Want to Have Fun, which opened in April uh, of 1985. By June, it was playing with the Zoo Gang and Double Bills in Montana. So it got a little bit of play in movie theaters or drive-ins. But it really is picked up and then put out on video in November of 1985 with a couple other movies that New World put out like Defcon 4, <laughs> A Taste of Hell, Warriors of the Wind, Bad Girls and the Unkissed Bride. We went through that list on Defcon 4. So that's when that comes out. That, those are the selections from New World Video in November 1985. This movie was not the breakthrough that Orr was hoping for. Uh, He told the Calgary Herald in 1988, it's a silly youth comedy. It was fun to do, but it wasn't the breakthrough I thought it was going to be because at the end of 1984, the bottom fell out of the youth comedy market. (laughs) Did it? Sure, blame the youth comedy market. Uh Everybody always jumps all over the youth comedy market. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I thought. And that's why I wanted to ask you guys another final, final question. 
Can you name another 1985 teen comedy? Oh my god. Let's see. Um when did okay, when did Weird Science come out? Uh that year. 1985. 85. 85. There you go. There we go. The de- the defense rests. Bottom back up in it. Right. Mm-hmm. Anyone else can name a 1985 teen comedy? Not without looking it up. I'm here looking at me. Look at the dome. I dome did mention. I mentioned. Dome is empty. I just mentioned one. <laughs> Screwballs. No, that is at 83. Oh, girls just want to have, have fun. Yeah, and oh. fraternity vacation all both open. Wait a minute, is this a test? Oh, fraternity vacation. I didn't know there was a quiz at the end of Ryan's research. There's Damn. also just one of the guys and better off dead. Uh, oh, better off dead's a good one. And if just in case you want to be extra cheeky, let's think of 1986 when we get one crazy summer and Ferris yep. Bueller's Yay. Day Off. Oh yeah, you. Yeah, but I mean, none of those movies did well because the market bottomed out. So right, it's, it's really weird that they're that even this, making them. The same thing happened to New World Soul Man in 1986. They just oh, didn't get a hit out of that one because the Ooh. bottom went out. Because the bottom dropped out. Yeah, that bottom was the problem out. with Soul Man. <laughs> <laughs> yep. The, the, the com- market. <laughs> the comedy youth market just died on us on that one. <laughs> uh, and that's it. That's breaking all the rules. Oh. We did it, guys. We Friends. came in. We broke some rules. I don't think we broke any rules. I don't think no. it's just like the movie. We I think we broke a lot. A single rule. No. Just like this movie, we broke a lot of rules, guys. And we broke saved all the, the diamond, rules. so we, we did it. Saved the diamond. We broke some rules. I think we did what we we're supposed to do. Aaron, thank you so much for joining us. Yes, thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And staying up thank past you your for bedtime. Having me. Uh, I'm so glad that you yeah. that you could talk about your podcast. Uh, why don't you tell people about your podcast and where they can find it? Come on. Everybody needs to listen. All right. Manic Movie Monday podcast. Uh, we are we are actually now a weekly podcast. Hey. October the yeah. 1st. Yep. October we will be weekly. So, And we celebrate the under-celebrated and the under-appreciated of cinema. Uh, everything from Jaws 3 to... The Porkies, the entire Porkies trilogy yes, and the history yes. of the Porkies trilogy. <laughs> Great episode. Um, uh, God, Reform School Girls, uh, Less Than Zero, uh, you know, the list goes on. So in October coming up, we have lots of horror movies. We're going to be doing, you know, um, uh, Friday the 13th, Part 5, A New Beginning. Yes. Uh, the Great Exorcist one. 3. Yes. Um, yeah. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun. Not exorcist too. Follow us. No, no, no. Because even I couldn't find something to like in that. <laughs> <laughs> They're breaking all the um, rules of the Exorcist franchise. They always. Say. Oh God! So many locusts. Um. So <laughs> yes, you can you can find us on Instagram as well as Facebook under manic movie Monday podcast. And it's on it, it to find it. It's on, it's on Spotify for sure. It is on, is it yes, everywhere it is, or it is, it is Spotify, iTunes and Amazon music and wherever you find your podcasts. Perfect. Excellent. Awesome. And definitely check out that podcast. Aaron, thank you again for, for joining us oh, for another movie. Um, we really appreciate you staying up late and talking with us about this movie. And if you want to find out anything about us, you can go to our website, www. I love putting the www. There's some old people that are like, thank God, because I don't know what to, I don't know how to start this. They're also going, slow down. Wait, I'm whoa. He just is too. running through this. I have a note for him, Ryan. Just take it, take it a little slower. 
Wait, they, the are, they re- are they re- super highway? Are they recording this <laughs> podcast on the last day of summer? Because he seems pretty excited. Boy, he's in a real rush. <laughs> Newworldpicturespodcast.com. You can find out all of our you can find all of our episodes. You can find our articles. You can buy a t-shirt. Buy one of our t-shirts, please. That would do a lot to help us out. And they're fun. They're super fun t-shirts. Yes, Aaron. <laughs> I forgot we have merchandise. There you yes, go. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Talk about it. <laughs> totally forgot. Uh, T Public. We have uh, sweatshirts, t shirts, journals, everything with our logo on it. Yes. So there you go. Buy, buy something so we can make that $10 a month that we're. Woo. That's right. Look so forward to. And uh, so definitely buy a t shirt from Aaron's podcast, our podcast. Check out our website, and we'll see you next time. As we say goodbye to September, this is our final September mm. episode. Ooh. And we will be starting in next month with Vidtober, where much like this episode, we are talking about the movies that New World released strictly on video. Ooh, I like that. That's so cool. we will see you next week for Vidtober. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. <laughs>